Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In the decade that she's been on our screens, whether that's watching her on TV or reading about her on your smartphone, we've seen a few sides to Millie McIntosh. There's been the party girl, the businesswoman, the wellness enthusiast, and a women's health cover star a whopping four times over. And now, almost a year on from the birth of her daughter, Sienna, it's time to get to know another, Millie the doting mum, who, the way she tells it, has got a whole new perspective on what healthy means to her. Hello, I'm Roisin Devashow-Kane, and this is Going For Goal, the weekly women's health podcast. On this show, we call on top experts to share the tools you need to make good on the health goals that really matter to you. And on episodes like this one, we chat to our favourite celebrities and wellness heavyweights about what they do to feel and function at their best. In today's episode, Millie discusses her nerves in the run-up to her first women's health shoot after having daughter Sienna, what she's booking in for the great British unlocked summer of 2021, spin classes, spa days, girly lunches, all the good stuff. And what becoming a mum for the first time in a year like no other was really like. Millie was super open, from what her and husband Hugo Taylor bickered about during lockdown to the unfiltered realities of C-section recovery and how this affected her journey back to fitness. While she's resolute that the notion of snapping back post-birth needs to, and I'm paraphrasing here, do one, Millie speaks candidly about times when, in the months following the birth, getting used to her new postpartum body was tough and why she believes it's important for her to be able to share that. Let's hear from her. Millie McIntosh, hello. Welcome to Going for Goal. Hi, darling. Hi, thank you so much for chatting to me. I'm very excited. How's your day going? Do you know what? It's great. I'm in such a good mood because it's so springy. Yeah, it is, right? Today, you know, this weekend it felt like properly first day of spring, and it was spring equinox, but I can feel it now. Definitely, definitely. And when we spoke for your cover interview, I feel like it was like the deepest depths of lockdown three. It was like a grey Thursday morning. It looked like it was about, I don't know, it looked like it was 5pm, even though it was like 10 in the morning. Yeah. (laughs) When was it? It was like February, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think like mid-Feb. Yeah, but we're past that. I'm so glad. And like we're nearly at the end of lockdown. I mean, gradually hopefully coming out of it soon. I think that's making me feel a bit more positive. Yes, definitely. And you look absolutely, so we spoke before your shoot, um, you look absolutely phenomenal um, in the pictures. And by the time this comes out, everyone will have got to see them. Um, did you oh, enjoy that shoot you. day? Do you know what? I really did. It was it was just so exciting to, to be around people. I mean, obviously everyone was wearing the correct PPE and we didn't touch, but it was just so nice to actually not be at home and not just be like a mummy for the day and actually to get really glammed up and be in 
heels and amazing swimwear and have like this great team to doing my hair and makeup and then I, I love the photographer who I've worked with before so maybe it makes me feel so comfortable um I was nervous at the beginning I, it did take me a little bit to like warm into it because it felt really odd I hadn't done a shoot in a long time and in that time we've been in a pandemic and I've had a baby so it was you know it was my four, it was my fourth cover so I did kind of know what to expect and like how those shoots work and have a bit of that like kind of to make me feel less nervous um and as the day went on I found that I kind of found my rhythm and remembered like the poses that make me feel good and kind of found my confidence but like when I first walked out on set I was quite nervous um because it's been a big change yeah totally and it was so great to chat to you about that and we go in depth in um in the magazine magazine interview which will be on sale now and you should all go buy it and you can look at those stunning pictures um yeah Millie truly working working swimwear on a pair of heels like I think few other people can (laughs) well yeah I haven't I haven't got to wear nice swimwear in so long I was like loving it and the sunglasses and the earrings I mean who actually gets that glammed up on in by the pool or on the beach, especially with the baby? So I just thought, <laughs> yeah. this is my ch- this is my chance. Um, and no, it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. You've probably got to make the most. Um, and how is Sienna? How is she doing? Sienna is good. Um, she is almost one. Um, and yeah, when this comes out, it will, it will literally be a couple of weeks before her first birthday, which is on the first mm. of May. And. Oh, God, I swear she just gets more adorable every day. I'm just so obsessed with her. She's she's amazing. Um, lots of kind of new challenges and new, you know, new stages. There's always, you uh, you think you're, you know, mastering it and then everything changes again. Um, but she's kind of trying to stand up. I think she's going to be um, kind of trying to walk soon, um, which is exciting, also a bit nerve-wracking. Trying to pull herself onto everything, um, and you could see her kind of little wobbly legs, and I just get so scared of her falling down, <laughs> and um, or pulling something onto herself. Um, but she's so inquisitive; she just wants to get into everything, and she's kind of at that stage where she doesn't really want to play with her toys, or not for very long. She wants to play with like things, things that you know, whatever I'm doing, she wants to be doing. Um, and yeah, our most recent thing has been like weaning and going from purees to finger foods and kind of progressing her um, mm. onto like, whole, like actual whole foods rather than just eating everything like mush. So that's been, it's been actually really fun. Although at the beginning I was really nervous. So I'm actually really enjoying it now, like giving her little bits of what I'm having and introducing her to foods that I really love. It's, it's, it's getting more fun as, as we go along and she gets more used to it. And she'll be another foodie, another generation. I think she is. She, yeah, I hope so. She is a good eater. She she seems to to really like her food and like trying new things. And if she oh, doesn't, good. she's sure she's sure to let me know and just like drops it on the floor. <laughs> no, next. <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, she's uh, yeah, she's got she's got quite a, a strong. She's quite strong willed. She is a Taurus. Ah, yes, yeah. of course. We're seeing that come through. I'm starting to see like glimpses of like almost toddler tantrums and uh, and that's a little bit scary um <laughs> you're like not glimpses, yet. <laughs> glimpses of what's to come I'm like you're not even one um it's just it goes so it goes so fast honestly like I really weirdly feel grateful to lockdown because I feel like I've just spent so much more time at home with her than I would have otherwise mm. um and that in a, in a you know the time does go so fast you don't get it back and just getting to be around her so much 
constantly seeing her change and develop and all these moments are so special I'm already feeling like oh I don't want her to like to grow up and not be my baby anymore oh no I bet it goes so 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 quickly and what are your speaking of so that's been a highlight for you of lockdown what what about plans for after the unlock I feel now like it's what everyone everyone's talking about everyone's trying to book everything and get excited what are your I know what are some I of your always... top things that you have to do with with her so as a mum but then also just okay. so big unlock I <laughs> am really excited to go on a family staycation which we're doing in the UK um with with the grandparents so we're going with, with my parents and Hugo's mum um and we're going to um Devon and uh that's kind of late, like end of May so I'm really excited to like take it to the seaside and um just you know just get out of London and just kind of get that fresh air and just kind of make those memories by then she might be like starting to stand up or I don't think she'll be walking unassisted but you know running like playing on the sand and taking her to the sea and hopefully we get one of you know one of those amazing spells of weather it'll typically rain every day and we'll end up playing like board games but either way I'm really excited for that just um just yeah getting outside and just I don't know about you after being like cooped up in our houses for so long I just really just I just want Mm -hmm. to feel the sun on my skin I want to feel you know smell the sea air I want to see the sea and just have a break from being at home really so I'm really excited for that um and I'm excited for dates with Hugo you know getting dressed up and going out for like date nights and going out to a nice restaurant ordering from a menu not washing up and just having (laughs) some couple time I'm excited for like girls lunches again like getting a bit dressed up like having some rosé having a giggle um you know, just strolling around, like, you know, window shopping and I'd love a spa day. Those are a couple of things that I'm quite excited for. And um, gym classes. I cannot wait to go back to like a yoga class, you know, and feel the energy of the room and do like a really nice flow and spin class and get that kind of get my groove on on my bike, like to the music, tap it back. Like I just miss that, like, disco lights like I don't even want to go to a club I just want to go to a spin club that's that's how sad I am that's what I'm most excited for um and that's but, why you know, you've been no, on just, the cover of women's health four times it's um <laughs> on, just I just you know just to see friends picnics barbecues these love you know the things that I really enjoy in a British summer um yeah. I'd love to I'd love to go abroad it seems quite unknown still at the moment. So yeah. who knows? But if we manage to go away, maybe towards like the end of the summer, it might be more possible. Yes. But we're we're like keeping that in, as a maybe. Um, but we've got another trip in the in July, which is in the Cotswolds. So we've like rented a cottage. Um, so I, I we're definitely just going to do a couple of like staycations and just have as a family and have, and really enjoy that. Oh, what about you? So nice. Yeah, I've got um I've got I've got a few days penciled in September that were always for being like, let's go get and I let's go get a villa somewhere hot, maybe on some Mediterranean nice. island. However, that's looking increasingly unlikely. So probably we'll be off to the we'll be off to the south coast somewhere. If there's still yeah. going to be space, if there's yeah. still going to be space at that time. Um I know, I don't know about you, but I have felt as as excited as I am for lockdown to end there's this kind of 
weird feeling of like you go to like you're like oh I can book a restaurant and stuff and then everywhere's fully booked and it's a bit like oh and and also I've had a little bit of anxiety like oh we're allowed out now but like what to do like so much choice and then oh no but actually everywhere's booked and I didn't make plans and oh my god like ah like the stress of like not being able to make plans and then the pressure of making plans do do you get that too I when I when it all got announced I actually had a week of feeling really weird when they announced the like steps out and I expected just to be really happy and excited but actually it was quite confusing how I felt about it I think I felt the same as you and it was a really I found a really noticed a really interesting thing in my friendship group because I had all the kind of slightly more introverted people just were quite quiet and then all my really extroverted friends were like let's book this let's book this let's book this there's this festival there's this thing and then like my phone was probably going off um but yeah it, it is a funny one and it's almost like one of the worst things of the past year is that you've not been able to have like spontaneous plans but now it's that thing you're like, oh, can we do spontaneous plans anyway if everything's all booked yeah. up? So, yeah, I guess still have to count ourselves as very lucky. Again, especially when you look, I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel really but, lucky that COVID hasn't, you know, affected me badly. Like apart from yeah. I can't smell, but, you know, everything else, you know, otherwise I've do, yeah, I do feel really lucky and that lucky that there is a plan out of it and... Mm. Hope you know they'll they'll always there'll be you know gardens and parks and we will, we will get to socialise this summer even even if even if you can't get a table anywhere even if you can't yeah exactly it's just going to be another summer of um, maybe another summer of tinned G and T's in the park that we'll probably be glad so for it, so long as yeah. it, exactly really not so bad um, do you have any double play dates planned for because um, obviously Spencer and Vogue have a little one. I know, I, Gigi, she's so cute. And yeah, it ha- it's, it's really hard not, you know, not doing those, those play dates. And you just, it's, you just can't do it over, over Zoom, you know, with the little ones, because they just, they, you know, they'll look at each other's faces and like kind of smile for a second and they just want to like break your laptop. So um, <laughs> I can't wait to, to get together. Yeah, I, we've got plans to, you know, girls lunch and then also you know just us and then definitely like play dates with with the babes as well um I've got yeah loads of friends with um with kids and it and I'm just like so desperate to get them all together it's going to be really sweet yes you're like come on bond yeah bond like (laughs) please 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 be friends no pressure (laughs) you will love each other and you will hang out um you and Hugo's you Hugo seem to be definitely um nailing new parenthood but obviously time has been very intense on relationships and even when you know you're not your main focus isn't keeping a tiny person alive um what have you learned about Hugo in lockdown like the good and the bad you know I feel really lucky that we haven't killed each other (laughs) we I do I I, I honestly feel very lucky that I feel like we've got through the test of lockdown and we're like closer than ever so you know they say these things like make you stronger and, you know, to have had a baby and been in lockdown, it's two super intense situations for any relationship. Um, and I think it has taught us a lot about each other. I hate doing the dishwasher. He's quite good at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we have our roles, you know, he does, he takes the bins out. I do most of the laundry and, you know, we have like, we have to have a, ba- you know, a balance of like house duties and things that you both do and um I feel like it's better just to find with the ones that you don't 
find is painful and then you know you just work out like who does what based on that and just making sure it feels like a kind of it feels shared and, and and just communicating and I think understanding that he isn't a mind reader and and that's fine and sometimes you just have to just have to ask and ask nicely rather than I sometimes can just make comments which are you know like kind of a bit like passive aggressive or just you know just just like he's like if you want to ask just ask and I'll just just be like oh but just can really deal with it with like I can't even think of an example but I'll just keep like leaving these like comments and he's like can you actually just ask me if you want me to do something and I'm like okay yeah so when I (laughs) work on communication that's good um sometimes we've needed to give each other space I think that's really normal and you know whether that's just you know being like actually you know I've said oh should we go for a walk together and he said actually I just really need to go on my own and like listen to an audio book and it's just like understanding like that's normal and fine and need that space from each other like outside the house we both need some time on our own um and occasionally I've been like I need a night in the spare room like if Sienna's been going through a phase of crying at night and I just I need I need a I need a good night's sleep I'll just be like you're listening to the monitor tonight like I just need to go and sleep in a room with earplugs in so I can actually just catch up and we balance things like that as well so you know we both feel like we're coping but the the date nights have definitely been something I really look forward to we normally do them on like a Friday or Saturday night and either cook or get a kind of restaurant kit which is quite fun um which we wouldn't normally do on just like an average weeknight um sometimes just in loungewear and eating on the sofa in front of Netflix which is kind of heaven with a bowl of pasta and a glass of wine other (laughs) times like you know laying the table lighting candles putting on a nice dress it kind of just depends on on the week but those um date nights been really important and I'm so excited to actually start doing some um out of the house um very soon I know how exciting as you say no one then no one has to stack the dishwasher bliss Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And so in our um, in our interview in women's health as well, so we ha- we talked loads about how you um, how you felt about your body and kind of how in this year postpartum how that's kind of evolved. Um, and you were super honest and super candid about insecurities that you experienced yeah. in those first couple of months. Why was it so important for you to be open about that kind of stuff? I think women often feel. Like they can't talk about how they feel about their postpartum bodies and there's so much attention on women's bodies when they're pregnant and then there seems to be a lot of pressure to bounce back after you've had the baby and that's just something I really can't stand because like give us a break like you've literally just grown a human and yes your body changes a lot while it's like creating a life carrying it for nine months and I did find the first few months after pregnancy like really challenging like like I found it hard to love my body and I um I was kind of ashamed to admit that I didn't like what I saw in the mirror but I think it's actually really freeing and liberating to like admit that and I I really tried to practice self-love but it did take me a bit of time to to get there and to actually really appreciate my body um it definitely what I definitely didn't feel like that in the weeks after I gave birth um, but now, like looking back, I do. I'm so amazed by what my body did, and I definitely am much kinder to myself now. Like seeing first, obviously, how my body grew this baby, but also how it's recovered in the nine. In the now, it's almost been a year since I've had Sienna, and I just I feel really strong. I feel like fit. I feel like I love my body, and I've got kind of curves, and I'm just like different shaped how I was before, and some of my jeans fit and the kind of slightly more fitted ones definitely don't. And that's fine. Um, and things don't quite fit how they did before, but I feel, I feel really body confident and I felt so good on my shoot day. Um, and yeah, it, I feel, I feel, yeah, so proud of, um, what my body did. And now I'm constantly running around after Sienna and she, you know, she's, a. Uh, She's pretty heavy now. She's like 10 kg. She is literally a kettlebell. As I said to you at the time, that it was almost... I'm really glad that you were so open. I'm not someone who's ever had a child, so I can't speak to that experience of what it's what it's like to, um, to, to embrace and discover your body postpartum. But yeah. I just thought it was very... It was very honest. And so thank, thank you. you. I think... One thing I found really hard as well, I, th- I think we talked about this in the interview, was just finding clothes that fit me after I had a baby. And, um, my, you know, I was, I was a different size to what I'd ever been before. And I had these big milk-filled boobs, which were ginormous. And I'd never, I'd always, I've always had a very small chest, so that was quite a big change to it to adjust to. And but I, I just found clothes that from, you know, high street brands or wherever that I would shop in normally, even kind of three, four sizes up from what I was, was before, were just like too tight, especially like around my chest. And I just, I just felt uncomfortable with things that like didn't fit properly. 
Um, so I did end up just wearing, I mean, I was breastfeeding. I just remember wearing kind of lots of like big kind of painter's smock type shirts that I could easily like unbutton and like leggings or just, I, I just ended up wearing like really loose, like tent like dresses. Um, but I found it, yeah, I did find it a bit uncomfortable at first, just adu- adjusting and finding things that I felt comfortable wearing, adjusting mm. to being a different size than I had been before and adjusting to when I was pregnant and I just wanted everything to be tight on my bump and show it off because I loved it and I was you know just just wanted to show off my big bump and then after the baby I kind of just wanted to like I I, I felt like I didn't want to show my tummy and I you know it was an area that I kind of wanted things to kind of just skim over and swear like yeah floaty things. That's so interesting isn't it it's almost like there's an overnight shift in kind of what you want yeah it's almost like you want there to be you want to show off the bump and then you want it not to be there yeah but it is still there and it's so different for each woman I've got friends who've been literally the same size again after two weeks so they are I'm so happy for them but they are genetic freaks and (laughs) most women you know you do still have look pregnant for a bit but yeah, it's take it's definitely taken time, and it took a couple of months definitely to to kind of go down, and that's you, fine and that's normal. Absolutely, and we must say that yeah, you look absolutely incredible in the photos. Thank but let's you. talk about so you've kind of grown the respect that you've had for your body, which has grown in the time that your body has kind of healed after the birth. So you gave birth to Sienna yeah. and via cesarean. Let's talk about that in context of your mm. um, your fitness journey and how you kind of built your body back up to the strength where you are now. Um, yeah, do you know what? People always ask me about how, you know, C-section recovery, actually really should do a post on it. And, you know, it, it is different for everyone. But when, yeah, when you've had a C-section, I think it, it depends when you've, if whether you've had a planned C-section or which I had because Sienna was breached or whether you've had an emergency one, I think the recovery can be quite different because often with an emergency one, they go in really quickly and I think it can sometimes take a bit longer to heal. Mm. Um, Whereas if you have a planned one, it's everything's done a bit slower and, you know, I actually felt better in a couple of weeks. But the, you know, the recovery at first, it it was quite hard. You know, it's it's very difficult to move around. It's painful. I was on a lot of pain medication, but, you know, you just had surgery. It does hurt. But you get, I got out of bed the next day and um, just moved around very gently. And I was at home after two nights and um, kind of recovered at home. I don't think I even left the house um, for about 10 days, apart from, you know, just walking around, walking around the house in our little patio and just, you know, resting when I could and figuring out breastfeeding and everything. And then started going for short walks, um, literally kind of 20 minutes a day. And then slowly built them up um, over a couple of weeks till I was maybe going for like 40 minutes or up to an hour. And um, you really have to listen to your body. I went in in one of the first walks I did, did, I'd maybe done about two walks and I was like, I can go a bit further today and tried to do kind of double what I'd done the day before and then ended up. Um, like bleeding quite a lot that evening and it was quite painful and that is like quite normal if you um you know push it, your body a little bit further than you should early on so definitely listen to your to your doctor and, and like take it I would just say take it super easy after a c-section and um after a couple of weeks I started doing some kind of bit after I was signed off I think it's at like six weeks or eight weeks postpartum I had my kind of postpartum checkup with my obstetrician and I also saw a woman's health physio and she did a kind of internal check to make sure um, to check my pelvic floor. And 
she t- said everything was okay and I was fine to to start like gentle kind of Pilates and and gentle exercise. So that's what I started doing. Um, and I I started doing Pilates at first, which I've done Pilates like on and off over the years, and it is really just like the core of everything. You know, it's like if you if you can do those kind of even basic Pilates moves, it's just so important for your posture, for your strength, for your mobility. And I've done a lot of Pilates when I was pregnant, so Pilates was kind of something I felt safe with, and that's so that mainly what I did. Um, I've done quite a lot with fluid form, um, which is like on which is online, which is really great as well. And then I started doing a bit of weight training, so just like light weights that I've got at home. Obviously, haven't been able to get back to to going back to gyms very much. There was there, during in between one of the lockdowns, I did actually start going back to a couple of spin classes, which was really fun. Oh, um, amazing! Just, Where's your favourite studio? Um. I go to Core Collective. I really like the spin there. Mm. Um, but actually, I've really been meaning to try, and I want to when we can again, like the Cycle and Soul Cycle in Notting Hill. Oh, yeah. I've not been. Have you been? I've not been. I've been to the Cycle. I've been to the ones near the office. So, like the Fitzrovia, the Fitzrovia Cycle. Yeah, They're actually sending really... me a bike tomorrow, like oh. an at-home one to try, which you should definitely look into. I can't vouch for it yet because I've not. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see if you can recreate that like environment at home. I do. I have thought about getting a Peloton. It's just like where to put it. Now we've got Sienna, like space is tight, you know, where, where I think I'd put it. That's really where like her playroom is. And then if you want it like in your bedroom, I don't know, but it, <laughs> one, so I've, when I, so I got excited about going back to classes, then we couldn't yeah. go to gyms again. I thought I need to get my, my cardio fix somehow. So one thing that I've, taken another thing I've taken from lockdown is that I've started running and I'm very much an amateur and I I mean I'm not about I'm not someone that's gonna do a marathon any time in my life <laughs> but doing these kind of short runs kind of I like to run for between 30 and 40 minutes that's kind of like comfortable um it's quick it doesn't take up too much of my day and um, I can do a quick stretch when I get home um, and a quick or a quick one and a quick warm up before, and then the whole thing's done in like an hour. Or on some days, I've literally just done twenty minutes of the stretch if I've only got half an hour. But you still, you still feel like you've done something. Mm. And I use um, an app. I just use a night running app and use the guided runs on there, which really helps me just to get out the door. And I like I like having someone in my ear, like making me accountable. Yeah. So, but Big yeah, coach. I normally I normally do like five k, two maybe two or three times a week. Um, and it just makes me feel really good. Um, I just enjoy listening to some music or sometimes even just literally just to like the birds, just to nothing and just yeah. going for it. Having some bee time, having some fresh air. Um, that's that's something I really say I'd started doing like this year. So that's so great that you've discovered running as a new mum and in lockdown and you think it's something that you're going to stick with. Um, Women's Health have commissioned research recently into uh, harassment that people have experienced when they're out jogging have you have you heard about people being harassed when they're out running and is it something that you've ever experienced you know it's something that um a girlfriend had told me about and she had an experience where she thought someone was following her and she was quite freaked out um which is awful and I you know really felt for her and that she's now like started wearing an alarm um and I know Amy does that too actually but for me I, I feel really lucky that it's not something that has happened to me 
in saying that I'd, I'd haven't I probably wouldn't feel that comfortable running I live in a very busy area of London if I live somewhere more rural I don't think I'd feel very comfortable running if there was there wasn't good like street lights I didn't feel like there was anyone around um kind of more in the middle of nowhere I think I probably would feel a bit a bit anxious to do that um and no one should have to feel like that right but the kind of I, I that I'm just like oh I just say it so easily right like you're just like you know I, I think walking certainly I felt like that but running I I haven't had any any experiences maybe the odd guy like they're like ogling you a bit yes but not a not a situation where you felt like you might be physically threatened no and I, and I feel very lucky but it's amazing that you're doing that because like no one should should be have to to experience that Absolutely. And yeah, we've, for our research showed that it had increased in lockdown as well, which is super worrying, just as more people are kind of getting out and discovering running. And as we said, it's that most accessible, cheap form of exercise. Right. It was so interesting, actually, because when you're, obviously, we said, so you've done four women's health covers, so it's been four interviews, and we've been able to kind of, and it's almost like you've grown, you've grown up. So your 20s have run almost perpendicular to like the boom of like the wellness scene in London yeah and and abroad and it's interesting because in all of them you kind of so there was a phase when you got really into weight training and then there's a phase when you were doing some quite like intense hit and stuff and then there's the more like yoga phase and it's it's been really interesting now because it's like by this time it's like you've because we think of you being this, you know, this poster girl through the London fitness scene and yeah. all these like glam classes and stuff. And it was so funny just speaking to you and you're like, yeah, I just use my night training app and I go outside and I run, I run to the park for 20 minutes because it gives me it, like it gives me half an hour to an hour out of the house when I can clear my head. And it's so interesting because, yeah, as we've always associated with you, you with the kind of the more glamorous side of fitness and yeah. it's like the most ultimate, ultra accessible, ultra kind of I know. relatable form yeah, of we've exercise. All just, we've all just had to adapt, you know, like, yeah. I love like putting on my new, I'd love nothing more to put on a new set of like really nice Barley gym kit and go to a, a, a studio, bump into someone I know, and like get a coffee and like, you know, I'd, I'm so excited for that. But it has, I think, lockdown and then also being a mum um have both you know made it kind of impossible to uh to go to classes and and gyms so being able to to learn what you can do what works for you what you like doing and what you can do literally anywhere that is actually so valuable because you know if, if, if you can actually just be motivated enough um and find things that you can you'll actually do on your own at home or or you know on a run or I mean, we are so lucky that we have access to so I mean I say on my own, I mean over Zoom or, you know, on a yeah. online class. Like we are so lucky to have access to so many things. It's not like I'd be um I'd be doing it literally without something to look at, you know. I need I need someone on the screen going, Come on, do it, you can do it. <laughs> Um, so do you think do it, but. even when core collective and cycle and everything opens up do you think you're still going to be lapping the park I think I will I definitely want to keep it up um I mean I'm not one for doing it on a rainy day I have I have done it it's not my favorite I'd much rather do it on it <laughs> when it's nice weather um yeah I hope so I think I think as much as I love the idea of doing loads of classes I probably do like one a week realistically with mm. the time I have um but it's another string I, um, to your bow, isn't it? So what does um, 
what does healthy what does being healthy mean to you now healthy for me means just having the energy to run around after sienna and and the strength to like you know carry her around and throw her up in the air and um honestly that's like what what healthy means now it's about it's about being like the best me possible so I can be the best mum possible and it's a role that you are evidently thriving in even when you talk about her obviously this is audio so people can't see but you just get such a little smile on your (laughs) you get such a little glow when you're talking about her how much do you love being a mummy well it's literally I'm gonna sound so sloppy but it just feel like it's like completed me like I just it's just gonna put me all together and just like missing peace like I just love it I just feel like it's just given me more purpose and honestly just like waking up in the morning and I'm so excited to just go and to go and get her up and I have to lie there from, I don't get her up till seven I have to I always wake up at six so I can hear her chatting away and I have to try for an hour to not go into her room and just get her out of bed <laughs> like must must stick to routine I just really want to go and snuggle her um, sometimes sometimes I, I do bring her into the bed um when we have snuggles which is like my favorite part of the day oh so um, adorable yeah, yeah, I do it's not I, it's not always easy though like it's important to say that as well but I'm very lucky I've got we had Hugo around for a year we've had like grandparents supporting us and you know she's after we've got her reflux and sleep issues um and her hips her hip space once we kind of got past those things um you know I've really really enjoyed it and I'm just so excited for the kind of next stages with her yes absolutely so before we were talking about so you have been on the cover of women's health and unmatched four times um really has no one else done it four times no you haven't they haven't seriously i can't believe that (gasps) you are the you're the ultimate boomerang cover star and we love it (laughs) Um, my my mum in their loo at home has got my covers on the wall so she'll have like all the women's health ones like lined up next to each other, um, which is That's really sweet. so sweet. <laughs> oh, so doting! Um, I no, love it. I feel I feel extra proud of this one because my body in the last year, you know, a year ago I had a baby, so I feel like super proud. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, as, as you should do. And um, when we're looking back at all everything that like everything that you've tried on like the fitness scene and various like wellness trends what's the kind of silliest thing that you've what's the silliest or faddiest thing that you've done or something that you'd never try again well I used to do like Bikram yoga for like 90 minutes and I then watched the like Bikram yoga documentary and like felt really like weird about it and I was like what did I like buy into like that was super weird and I was like I could never do it again I don't know about you but that was mega weird also just being in a smelly sweaty room and that heat for 90 minutes like I just can't imagine anything worse that's definitely not something I'll be doing again it's interesting isn't it it was such a trend and then I think lots of studios have obviously um what's the word they have hot yoga they've hot yoga which is different hot pilates that kind of thing yeah and distancing from the name of someone so awful yeah um I know but yeah, it's funny how things peak and then go out, isn't it? <laughs> have you tried um, like the chart going in a cryo chamber? I've not actually. Have you? Um, I have tried it, and I know I don't. I don't want to call it a fad because I do think there's amazing. There is amazing research into it, and it's proved to be amazing for like injury and all these things. But I'm not dissing it and saying it doesn't work. So I think it's incredible for like 
for health. Um, but oh my God, it's so cold. And I just, I, I wish I could like, I had one, there are, you know, lots of London. I wish I could just get almost go and do it regularly because of the health benefits, but I just can't stand the cold. It is yeah. freezing and you're not in there for very long, but it just like burns with cold. Yeah. Not oh. for me. Not for, <laughs> not for you. Mm-mm. Okay. So the name of this podcast is Going for Girl. And when we end, we always like to ask what your number one goal is right now. So aside from getting tough enough to withstand a cryotherapy session, <laughs> which I don't think is going to happen anytime soon, what's your um, what's your number one goal at the moment? Oh, number one goal fitness goal life goal can be anything it can on it can be anything but you can give us one of each if you want or anything yeah fitness life health happiness the rest I feel like I've kind of got my goal (laughs) but like I I really I feel I feel really happy and I'm I'm so happy with like being a mom and with Hugo and that we've kind of come through lockdown like stronger and for us it's actually been like a really incredible start of our life as a family and I'm just you know really excited I guess my goals like kind of right now like it's just coming out end of um April right like yeah Yeah. it's you know we're kind of slowly coming out of lockdown being unlocked as you called it and (laughs) um you know just getting to spend some some quality time like with my family with our family um outside of the house is a goal you know just enjoying the UK and, and and nature and just having some kind of chill time um this summer that's what one goal I've got that I know is gonna feel amazing um because we've been looking forward to it for so long and it will be like such a nice reward for kind of you know all the dirty nappies and you know (laughs) sick in my hair and like food thrown at me so I really looking forward to just like having some um some fun downtime as a family that sounds wonderful maintaining and appreciating everything great that you've got going on right now that, that sounds yeah. yeah there we go you put it in, into words better than like there we go that I was sounds just... like <laughs> that's the point that's okay that's your job I'll do my job <laughs> oh, okay. you, nailed, you nailed it yeah that is yeah fair enough right now but um yeah it's been so lovely chatting to you and um I hope everyone gets a copy of Women's Health and you enjoy reading our interview. What a very worthy girl, Millie McIntosh. Thank you very much. And thank you so much for coming on Going for Goal. Oh, thank you so much for having me and have a lovely rest of your day. Oh, I hope you enjoyed listening to that chat with Millie as much as I enjoyed having it. Millie McIntosh, as we might have mentioned a couple of times, is Women's Health's May cover star and the issue, which is brilliant, by the way, and packed with tons of tips on how to live a little more sustainably, is on stands now. Remember, if you want to comment on anything that we've raised in this episode, get in touch. All the details of how are in the show notes. And if there's a celeb that you'd love to hear interviewed on the show, we are all ears. That's all from Going for Gold this week. We'll be back next Tuesday. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.